Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, everybody! We're back! We're live! Well, we're alive. We're not live. We're, uh... Oh, I can hear your dame in the background there. Oh, sorry. That's the breaks. That's where we're at in life. We we got a third mic. Yeah, yeah. Co-host. Uh, well, it's, uh... It's Tuesdays with Stories, and, uh... We're live from our apartments, and, uh... We're trying not to kill ourselves. How are you guys doing? Have you killed yourselves yet? Getting there. It's, uh... Tits... It's getting dicey, uh, especially when it's starting to drizzle a You can't go outside, and, you know, uh, how many times can you shit? It's funny to be like, uh, we can't go outside as much because it's drizzling. There's <laughs> also 150,000 people sick. I, I do a walk every day. I got to walk. I, I got to do two. I got to do double walk. I got a morning walk. I got an evening walk. I can't not do it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's absurd. It's brutal. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy out here. And we got a goddamn mouse in the house. And a mouse. We're Smosey. infested. So last night, someone someone gay, I can't remember because there's so many messages. We're getting a lot more social media messages than before. Are you right, finding that? Right, Because people are just home and uh, it's nice. Everyone's grateful. But some guy messaged me. I've been watching a foreign film every night on the Patreon. Sarah and I, we're calling ourselves the foreign film fags. Nice. Um, FFF. Yeah. Well, we should change it to fruits or funnies eh. or something. But I, I think know. these I like days, it. you can say whatever you want now. Yeah, they're all going to die anyway. Um, but any tits, <coughs> we watched, someone told me to watch this Korean movie. They're making the best movies right now, these Koreans. Really? Yeah, we well, South. South Korea, North Korea, their production's been a little off. but Yeah, they can't even have sarcasm. So he told me to watch, uh, really? <laughs> um <laughs> He told me to watch The Wailing, which is on Amazon Prime, because we've been renting all these movies. I'm going broke here yeah, for this project. Um, but it's Wailing. on Amazon Prime. It's streaming, and it's, it's like two and a half hours long. It's a thriller, horror. There's a lot of jokes, and it's beautiful and frightening and weird. It's the fucking devil and uh, all this shit. It's pretty uh-huh. wild. Wailing, huh? The Wailing, like uh, W-A-I. Like like Bob oh. Marley and the Whalers. Oh, I see. What that? What is a whaling? What is that? What is that? What is a whaler? Or the uh, well, there's a whaler W H from like Nantucket. They yeah. killed whales. That I get. But what's the other whaler? It feels like it's loiterer or something. What do the whalers do? I think whaling is like oh, oh god, they whale. Yeah, you don't hear whale anymore. But then there's Bob Marley and the Whalers. I assume they're not like complaining. They're like they wail on the instruments, I guess, or something. I guess it sounds a little insulting, like ah, uh, the Whalers, like a bunch of cunts who won't shut up. Well, that's why we talked about this in the pod before. Which I guess I say that too much, but I like people to know we've talked about things. We've but the whaling, about things. the whaling wall is offensive to some Jews, like the really the PC Jews, the SJW Jews, SJWJs. Uh-huh. Yeah. They don't like Wailing Wall because it's like these Jews are over here crying about the Holocaust. Oh, I didn't even put that together. Yeah, but then I asked a bunch of Jews, and they were like, I've never heard that in my life. That's stupid. So It is dumb, but not as good as the Great Wall. You want to be a Great Wall. Yeah. Well, the Great Wall couldn't keep the uh, corona out of here. So That's true. Or the Mexicans. Uh, um, by the way... I watched The Pianist last night. Have you watched The Pianist? Not since it first came out. Woo! First of all, amazing flick. Yeah. Secondly, don't watch it. It's a bummer. It's, it's the Holocaust, but it's all these uh, similarities. You got to stay in. It keeps getting worse. It keeps ramping up. Everybody's dying. It's too much. This is our Holocaust. This is it. Yeah. Because a lot of people, I think in the Holocaust, they watched a lot of foreign films streaming. Ah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think they read. <laughs> Probably not. I did a little reading, too. All right. I took your advice half hour a day. That's fun. It's nice. Yeah, oh. I got through a bottle of Ajax and a cereal box. Magic Uh-oh. spoon. Oh, fuck. My, I'm just put, turning my phone off the uh, volume. 
There you go. So we watched The Wailing last night, and this is a hell of a picture. I got to tell you, it's really something. But I have the attention span problems, as we've talked about, as it's known. So when yep. you're home, a two and a half hour movie, I like to take a break. Oh, Hit pause, I can't break. Stroll around, take a shit, you know, change your slippers, get a cup of tea. Yep. So we have this mouse in the house. I got traps fucking everywhere. I got glue traps, fucking booby traps, vagina traps. Yeah. Any kind of trap. Sure. Trap door. Trapezoids. Entrapment. Trapasaurus? Is that a thing? Is there a dinosaur with trap? Yeah, it's trapper keeper. Oh, yeah. Those are fun. Yeah, that tearing. Yes. <laughs> um... So anyways, there's traps everywhere, and people reached out. We have, a, we have a couple exterminators listening to the show. What? Yeah. Like Nazis? No, like, the, um, you know, pest control. Ah, so yeah, Nazis. <laughs> um, All right. Oh boy, oh boy. Um, so one guy told us to trap him in here. He's like trapper keeper. He's told us to put, like, towels under the door. If you find a hole, stick a dildo in it or whatever, glue yeah, and you want to keep him trapped because he's more likely to get into the glue trap. Aha! Uh-huh. You got to trap to trap. Ah, trap a trap. But then the problem is, then you got a fucking mouse in your house. Like I want him to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta trap him and then he leave. Then you throw him out. It's a thirst trap. I guess so. But until you trap him, he's just fucking running around. And I got my fucking goddamn wife thinks it's cute. She's like, it's fun. It's sweet. What? It's cute. Yeah. I, I don't, don't want, know. I don't want a mouse in the house. I mean, I guess you get lonely. It's uh, it's something new. I guess, but I'm here. I mean, I'm pretty fun. That's true. Well, so anyways, we're watching The Wailing, and it's really getting down and dirty. There's a girl possessed, and there's a fucking guy with laser beam eyes, and there's women hanging from the trees. People, their faces are all burnt. Might have been black, not sure, but it's real <laughs> scary. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we hear it, and the, the mouse, arri- he's like on a schedule. He shows up between 11 and 12. Wow. And I just hear a little little crinkling yeah and we're like there he is so i hit pause and we're like all right we hear him and we realize he's on the counter oh unsanitary well i guess they got sticky hands or something yeah they can climb a wall that's fucking crazy so he's up on the counter and i got an excess bagel there i got extra bagels because i ordered a bagel i wanted two cinnamon rolls one bagel she gave me two cinnamon bagels first uh-huh. So I said, no, no, I wanted two cinnamon rolls. But then I was too, I can't confront. I just was, I just took everything. Hate a confront. Once they put something in the bag, don't you just take it? You take it. I don't even like a, con, I don't even like a con back, let alone a confront. But uh, yeah, what's in the bag, it's over. It's in the bag. So, and it's a bagel. So it's like a buck and a quarter or whatever. Anyways, I left it up there on the counter. I can hear him rustling in there. So it's a, it's a Jewish mouse. He likes bagels, whatever. Sure. So I come, I poke my head out there. We slowly walk out. We turn the lights on. You try to flick the lights so he'll run, hopefully into a trap. Yes. And so I had like a little red ball, this ball right here. Uh-huh. And I tossed it at the bagel thing. Nothing. Hmm. Doesn't move. So we're like, he must have scurried out somewhere. So we go on with our day. Sarah's like, all right, I'm going to get some uh, you know, milk and cookies or whatever. She's got the fridge open. We think enough time has passed. All of a sudden, I look, and he's coming right for me. Oh, it's kamikaze. It was like the running of the mice. He, I could see his eyes. Just He was like, rrr, 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 coming right to me. I, felt, I swear to God, I saw horns. I might have you know, illusioned it. Well, Jewish. Well, he was coming right for me, right across that counter, and the counter's like, you know, four feet high, so he's like nipple high, running, and I assume they can jump, because he got to the counter, so I'm like, this thing's going to jump right into my throat, or my asshole, Ah, or whatever. Silent read. So then I fucking really pussed out, I went, ah, and I turned, (laughs) and just ran for it, but Sarah was right behind me, and the fridge door was open, so I like slammed into her, I just slammed her in the fridge, and I was like, go, go. And I was shoving her, but in the moment, I couldn't think straight, and so the door is open. I was going to snap the door off. I'm just pushing her into the door, and I'm like, oh, my God, honey, go. And the milk's <laughs> spilling, eggs are breaking, there's cheese everywhere. <laughs> and I don't know where he went. I think he went. She kind of turned around. She's like, he went around the corner or whatever. I don't know how he got out or where he went, but it was really uh, emasculating because wow. I shipped my pants and ran and just shoved my... I was like Costanza. <laughs> 
I believe it. I, I mean, I get it. It's a, you're in the moment. It's a mouse. You you panic. Well, it's what the, if it's like a person, you know, you're just like, all right, dude, come on, buddy, buster, you know, right. or maybe you could try to fight him or talk him down, but he was running fucking straight for me. There's no reasoning with a with a mosey. You can't well, reason. Well, especially when they're up high. Like the one time years ago, I had it running at me in the yes. hallway, but I fucking Andy Moog kick saved him and he died because he's a teeny right. little piece of shit. Sure. But when they're mid-level, you can't just fucking punch them out of the sky. Yes, and they're so quick and so little. It's creepy, and it's a fucking rodent. Oh, yeah. So I don't know where he went. He's back under the whatever, wherever he comes from, the vents or something. So we're going to start souping up, putting some towels under the things and the holes and try to really get them. I'm going to go get some traps after this and really set them up. But I got two traps with peanuts on them. I got a bunch of traps with no food. I got one with honey on it. Some guy said honey. So I don't know what to fucking think now. Wow. Well, good luck, honey. But uh, what uh, is it kind of exciting you have something to do or is it just hell? Oh, definitely. I mean... Someone said, if you see a mouse, that means there's more than one. So it might be a whole family or whatever. There's a nest. Yeah, empty nest, full nest. Yeah, big nest. Nest egg. Uh, hmm. Uh, Nestle quick. He was quick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, so I got traps everywhere. I don't know. I appreciate the the gay exterminators reaching out. Thanks for your help. But uh, this guy, he's fucking pesky i think the last time we got like a, it was like a kid it was like a retard mouse yeah this one feels educated wise right yeah a retard is so much easier to kill now really? you got a this thing's like a heist master you know he's 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 formulaic he's got it all mapped out yeah i think he's sidestepping the traps he's a heist master heist master general oh hmg Anyway, so that's that's the story over here, but uh, check out The Wailing. It's streaming on uh, Amazon Prime. It's pretty fun. It's fucking spooky and weird and funny and fucked up. Now, did, did Parasite get open the doors for you for these Korean flicks, or is this uh, just a shot in the dark? Well, some people have just told us about it. We watched Parasite, so then we wanted to watch... Chris Walsh was like, Mother is even better than Parasite, so we watched uh-huh. Mother... And then some other guy was like, hey, if you're watching fucking weird, creepy Korean movies, check out The Wailing. So oh. the the mo- best movie we watch, I mean, this is all on the Patreon. Uh, talk about most people aren't on the Patreon, but they should be. Oh, uh, yeah. The best movie we've watched is The Hunt, which is a Danish movie. Ooh. And it's pre-Me Too, and it's about this guy. He's a kindergarten teacher, sweet guy, and... He's got his best friend's daughter is like five years old, and he hangs with her. He likes her because she's a, at the school. Uh-huh. And at one point, her older brother shows her like a, a, a photo from a porn. He's like, check out his hard cock shooting straight up in the air. And so a couple minutes like later, it. she's talking. The little girl's talking to the main character. Uh-huh. And she's like, I love you or something. He's like, ah, that's inappropriate. And then she tells the principal... I saw his cock pointing hard up in the air. She quotes the brother. Oh, no. And so all hell breaks loose, and now they think he's a child rapist. It's wacky. I can't watch that. That's too That's too much of a bummer. No, no. It's pretty fun and exciting. and uh, I mean, it's a bummer. No, it's pretty terrible. But it's an amazing movie. It's really... It sounds like a Curb movie, like if, if Larry David wrote a movie. It's gripping. Oh, uh, well. I'm gripping myself. But, uh, wow, all right, you, you got the movie corner, cornered. Well, we're doing a foreign film every night, and then we're doing uh, queefs about it, so. Oh, great idea. It's something. People really seem to enjoy it. I'm sure 30 seconds in, they were like, Liston, his wife, fuck off. But the people that yeah. listened really liked it. People enjoy it. Um, it was quite irreverent, I might add, too, the podcast. I like a rev. All right. That's all I, I got. I'm literally uh, out, so if you oh, could just take on. over, that would be ideal. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, hey, we'll uh, we'll jump in and out. Um, I got a few things. Uh, I told you about the AIDS fight I saw. AIDS fight. So me and the lady, we said, let's try a new grocery store. So we go to 14th Street, West Side Market, 14th and 8th Ave. Oh, yeah. There's a Salvation Army across the street, so they got a long line of people getting free grub. It's nice. Sure. So there's all these guys in line, and this one guy's in line with his son. His son's probably six, and he's a little kid. And this hobo is 
fucking with him. And he's like, hey, uh, kind of like pushing, like taunted him. And the guy's like, get away from me. Get away. You got AIDS. You got AIDS. I don't want to hit you. And he's like, you're going to give AIDS to my son. And the hobo was doing this, like putting his dukes up. Oh, wow. And the, the dad was doing the cover the sun move, but he didn't, you could tell he didn't want to fight the guy. He could have taken him. He was he looked fit. And the hobo looked like a, like a hobo. Wait, which and one has AIDS, the hobo or the sun? The hobo. The sun, <laughs> okay. the, the sun got rid of it, I think. All right. But the hobo had a, had a fresh batch of AIDS, and uh, they, they started doing this number, the, the Irish standoff, and then the cops went whoop, 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 whoop. And that was the end of that. Oh, I love the whoop whoop. Was he carrying his AIDS in a handkerchief on a stick? <laughs> no, but he was snotty and 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 spitty. So I think it was coming out of him. Oh, jeez, yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, and then we went to the grocery store right after. But it's it just shows how high tensions are. Now, do you have a grocery store where they let you in a couple at a time? We do now. That just started today. Oh wow! Because someone messaged me and was like, "The the grocery stores are insane," but my grocery store is pretty normal still. Really? Yeah, but th- this guy was in my neighborhood. He was like two streets away. Huh. So I guess well, it's different strokes for different folks. There's one on 6th Avenue. It's got the line out there, and then the line is crazy because you got six feet between each person, so the line looks super long. Right. Like my cock. Um, there it is. We uh, ran by Costco yesterday, and there was like 40 people in line. Same thing oh, really? with the space, and it goes down around the corner. You got a Costco? We got a Costco not too far, yeah. Huh. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's like a, I don't know, fifteen minute walk or something. All right, well, I never uh, use it. But. So that was crazy. So then, me and the lady another night go to a Gristides, and we go up to the register. There's an old guy in line, like a sixty five year old guy, and we're standing behind him. And this is about a week ago, and he goes, uh, "Get the hell away from me! Get back! Get back!" Like snaps <laughs> on her. And so I was like, "What the hell?" And he goes, "You see the line? You got to get behind the line. Six feet! Six feet!" And we're like, all right, all right, Jesus. And he goes, I'm 65, I don't want to die. Meanwhile, he's two inches away from the cashier who's not wearing gloves or a mask. So we're like, geez, take it easy. And I go, take it easy, you psycho. And and I felt bad because he started putting shit in his bags. And he goes, I'm not a psycho, I'm not a fucking psycho, I'm not a psycho. And you're like, oh, he is a psycho. Oh, well, yeah, proving that he he was a psycho. The very pants I was returning. Yeah, so then you feel bad. And then we followed him home, and we were like, I hope he doesn't live on our street. He, He turned the corner. Well, I feel for these old fucks because, I mean, I'm healthy as a horse, but I keep seeing these tweets. Fucking Twitter, I tweeted about this. I hate that Twitter is just sticking dead people into my feed, people you don't follow. Is that right? Yeah, they take, well, they take um, whatever, the fucking algorithm, horse shit, whatever. They take a viral tweet, and if someone that you follow likes it, they'll put it in the tweet. It says liked by, you know, fucking huh? Bernie Sanders or something, and it's like yeah. some lady being like, my son was 38, he was healthy, and he died, and it's got 5,000 likes and shit. Uh, but I'm like, Twitter, stop fucking with my brain. Thr- get rid of these. See, I like that because I get to see other things that people see that I would have never seen. But I, I don't want to see the the dead people. But I guess that comes with the terror. But it's all young dead people, and they're manipulating our fucking feelings. This is what they got yes. in trouble for before. Oh, really? Yeah, they 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 try to manipulate people's moods and shit. Oh, jeez, yeah, I hate the mood manip. <laughs> I don't like that at all. But yeah, it's it's getting bleak out there. Don't watch the pianist. No, yeah, I, I, I saw it, but that, that I, movies I don't. Uh, we were talking about this recently, Sarah and I. Like, I there's people that like I can't even watch a movie if it involves a, a kid or if it's got blood in it. I always think that's bizarre. I'm like, you can't, you don't understand it's a movie. Yeah, I don't get that either. Well, those are the I'm same like, people who get mad about jokes. They're like, "What this? You said this?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah it's a joke." Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm a comic. Even if I'm not kidding, it's just words. I know. Even if it was like, I don't like fucking uh, whatever, black people. I hate yeah. them. Even still, it's like, well, you don't have to hang out with me. Uh, exactly. And and you yelling at me is not going to change my whole worldview. Right. It, I don't really understand. Uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, speaking of which didn't make sense, but we got some ads that we got to stick up your ass. Yeah, we do. Um, who do we got here? Oh, this is a great one. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by my bookie. A lot of bets being placed out there right now. Oh, yeah. I'm betting on my life. The coronavirus went a little too far. Now we have no comedy, no sports. The casinos are closed, and we're trapped indoors. 
You want to make the most out of your quarantine, folks? I'm sure you do. Head over to mybookie.ag and make some bets. They're more than just a sports book. They've got odds on the presidential election and primaries, and that's an easy bet. And on top of that, they've got a fully fleshed out online casino. No shit. I'm going to do ah. this right now. You can play yeah. blackjack with a live dealer and other real people without having to worry about some chooch with the plague sneezing on your hand. Ooh. It doesn't end there either. They've also got slot games, poker, roulette, baccarat, and more. Instead of the rolling the dice on ever leaving your house again, why not roll the dice on my bookie? Mark, tell them how to do it. Here, here. Head over to my bookie. They're giving you 50% off your initial deposit in bonus funds. Wow. That means that if you deposit a grand, they'll give you an extra five hundo just like that. More money in your pocket to play with and more opportunity to win. Just go to mybookie.ag and use code TUESDAYS and get ready to make some money. One more time, head to the casino at mybookie.ag and enter code TUESDAYS for a 50% bone. Nice. Nicely done. And now this, this we have another ad today and oh, yeah. another uh, uh, sponsor, I should say. And this one is couldn't be more timely. Oh, Tuesdays yeah. with Stories is brought to you by Blue Chew. Woo-wee! The first chewable dick pill. Now, I am in need of these pills right now because my mind is a little mushy. It's a very stressful time. A lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of sadness. And it directly affects my cock. Totally. Your cock's like a, like a rod. It's like a barometer for your feelings. Totally. A couple of days ago, first time in my entire life, ever, in my whole life, I was like, I, don't, I can't have sex right now. Wow. Yeah. But I remember I, it like it was yesterday. Still hurt my feelings. I could have had I had Blue Chew. Blue Chew has the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. That's right. It's FDA-approved. Take Blue Chew anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since it's chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. It's fast and easy, like my wife. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. You got it, baby. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TUESDAYS. Pay five bucks for shipping. That's it. Wow. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code TUESDAYS to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the pod. Whoa, daddy. Blue I keep chew. one on me. You never know. Yeah. How's that been going over there? Well, you can't talk too much about it, I guess. She's yeah, yes. Uh, so far, so good. I'm a fan. Good times. A lot of TV. Living it up. We've been cooking up a storm. Good food. The the the, the lady can really dish out a... Uh, she's like Paula Dean with more N-word. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm like... Uh, I'm running out of meals to eat. I've been I got these frozen chicken finger tender things that I make oh, yeah. every day. I'm the Cal Ripken of frozen chicken tenders. That's I good remember, stuff. You get a some you change up your dippings. I got no dippings. What? You don't dip? Well, I got the flux, but man, I've I've kind of just gone off the rails. I'm eating cinnamon rolls like they're blue chews. Yeah, go nuts. Why not? But um, I got some waffle. Maybe I'll do a waffle for dinner. I haven't had a waffle since that night after the special taping. Wow, yeah, that was a big bad waff. Oh, we were so we're so f- close to like the best night of my entire comedy <laughs> career, and now comedy's over. It's so strange. I know it was so freeing. It was a beautiful night and a perfect show, and everything came together. Eating a diner, I mean, feels like a dream. Uh, it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Ah, yes, I love Cisco. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I've been eating the same shit over and over again. Today, I got a little woozy. I woke up. I'm, every day, I have a, a whole wheat bagel and a shit ton of peanut butter on it, and then a cinnamon roll. But today, I was like, I've been eating the same thing every day. I'm going to mix it up. I went old school. I went oatmeal. Oatmeal, and I made a couple scramby eggs. Then I had three huge cups of green tea, because I'm a fucking addict. 
and I got super jitters. I thought I had coronas. Oh, yeah. The tea is, is sneaky caffeinated. It'll get you. Well, I drank about 48 ounces of it on a very empty stomach, and uh, oh, I was yeah. like, this is it. I'm going into traction. I'm going to kill myself, uh, you know. And and you got nothing to do. Usually you get all caffeinated. You can go run around the block, or you go jerk off, or you bang your gal, but now you're just staring at a mousetrap. I don't it's 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 tough sledding here. And the days are all one goopy oh. weird day. Thank God it's Friday, huh? It doesn't yep. even matter. No, there's no days. But I'm trying to keep the weekend still I'm not doing shit. That's the key. Make it special. Because the thing is still, we don't lose that thing of like, I should be doing more. I should be tweeting. Right. I should be doing an email. I should be writing. That thing's still there. Totally. So I know. You got to keep busy. You got to make a video. Should I make a video? I got to have a tweet going. I got to do a pod. I got to do a queef. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard not to get wrapped up. But uh, I've been doing a lot of movies. I watch three movies in a day. I'm watching one at least one a night. It's pretty fun. Do you guys fight over TV? What if she wants to watch something else? And you got a you got a fucking foreign film playing of a black and white video of a lady in Prague, and she wants to watch Teletubbies. What goes on then? Well, I go downstairs a lot. We have the basement, so I'll go ah. downstairs during the day. But here's the thing: she's not a big watcher. Even whatever we're watching, she's still on her phone anyway. She's scrolling right. a lot, and yeah. she's pretty good at being like, "I'm like, I'll do the research." I'm like, "I got some crazy Korean movie. It's got Satan and a baby rape, and uh, it's got 98 percent." She's like, "Okay, sounds good." All right, and she'll we'll be on her phone anyway. Yeah, we've always worked out well this way because I'm a control entertainment freak snob, and she's like, "Yeah, whatever." She's passive. All right. But she nice watches scale. Love is Blind if I'm in the other room or whatever. Well, oh, yeah, same. Ugh. What uh, What do you know about this? I went to, guess where I went the other day to eat? Uh, McDonald's. Just for a, for a little sense of normalcy. Some old familiar faces, some nice flavors. Chipotle? You got it, Fatty. Wow. <laughs> Open for business? Yeah, you can do you can do to-go. You can do a delivery, a pickup. So I went in, and I put some gloves on, and I... I went back to town. They all knew me. They said, hey, Tuesday. Wow. How was it? It was delicious. I mean, it was delightful. It felt like uh, 2019. No shit. There's one on Steinway in Astoria. Maybe I'll walk up there. Go there. Pop in, take it to go, and eat it at home. It's it's kind of fun. Didn't even occur to me. I'm going to do that. Do it up. We got the cards. Are they wearing masks? No, nah, they weren't. No mask. That's troubling. I was shocked. But you got the sneeze guard. I know, but they could spit right in the food. They're breathing into the food. Yeah, she kind of coughed on my Pico a little bit. Ah, oh boy. Pico cough. Yeah, hate a Pico cough. Uh, so, yeah, that was delightful. You eat it at home. And you, just seeing that bag again, you know, that the brown bag with the writing on it, you're like, ah, I've spent so many hours here. I've eaten this so many times. It, it was a little taste of normalcy. It's so funny. We went for a run yesterday, Sarah and I, and uh, I saw a big Chipotle, like a huge shopping bag, Chipotle bag. Uh-huh. And... We were down by the water in Astoria. So, like, the closest one is, like, fucking 11 miles away. So, it's clearly someone drove to Chipotle, bought <laughs> a bag for their family, and just whipped the bag out the window. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing, is I had the bag, and I was, like, walking around the city because it was kind of a nice day. So, I said, oh, let me take a stroll. I looked down. My pants are covered in uh, Chipotle um, juice. Like, I was jizzed on by a burrito. And I was like, ah! So, now, I put the bag down, and I'm sifting through the garbage with wet pants. Looks like I pissed myself. I'm sifting through the garbage looking for a bigger bag. I find one. I put that bag in that bag, and now I just look like a hobo. <laughs> That's fine. You got a good hobo look. I got a look. Yeah, you got like a, a tan hobo. You don't see a lot of tan hobos. They're either burnt or pale. You think? I feel like they're all out in the sun. Yeah, they're not pale. I don't know why I said pale, but they're usually burnt. There's a lot of burnt. dirty. Or black. Full they black. Could- it's hard because burnt and dirty are a similar look. Yeah, burnt and dirty. Don't you think it's weird? Sesame this is, Street. This is interesting to me. When you see the hobos and they got filth on their face, like I wash my face. I never feel like I have filth on my face. Like how long does it take for just dirt to get on you? That's true. It, it's not like they're hiking. They're in yeah, the street. Yeah, that's true. I think it's wear and tear. You know, you, you start touching your face. You, you're in that subway. Maybe that air hits you, and you're never washing it, so it's probably months of accumulation. Yeah, it's like soot, but like I don't, you don't see dirt on 6th Avenue. Yeah, but it's there. But like if you're in Central Park, it makes sense. It's dirt and grass, but like on Broadway, it's well, weird. They're just filthy faces. 
Also, think about how many times they sleep on the sidewalk. So that's just face to, to cement. They're going to wake up with a, a hopscotch outline on them. That's a good point. I don't know. I've, I've fallen asleep on that. You ever woke up on the sidewalk drunk? Um, I don't think the sidewalk. I've woken up a lot of places, but I do remember me and Ira Proctor and Dan Bulger, my roommates, when we first moved here, we were all sleeping on the train. Or they were sleeping on the train platform, and I remember sitting on the train platform being like, how do you do that? Because back huh. in the day, when we first moved here, back in like 07, 08, the trains were worse. I, I remember waiting for the train for like 40 minutes. Same, but we were also out at 4 a.m., Yes, that's true. But yeah, but, it was a it was a night. It was Alvin David's fortieth birthday, and we always laughed. We it was like the sun was going down. It was in June. The sun was going down. It was like maybe eight p.m. We were coming back from the liquor store, and we went and bought booze, and we started drinking on my front porch as the sun was setting. We had, that was uh-huh. like our first drink. We went out. We did shows. We stayed out till five in the morning. Crazy shit. They were like sleeping on the subway. I have a picture of it somewhere. They're sleeping on the subway platform. Wow. We get home, and as we're walking home, we're fucking shithouse, blackout drunk, and the sun was coming up. Uh-huh. And we were laughing. That was like, we drank every single minute of the night. <laughs> like, we started drinking at sunset and, and finished drinking at sunrise. Wow. East to west. And that was the same one where, uh, I think I've told the story before, but Alvin was in the East Village running across the cars, like, yes! hood, hood roof I've done that. Trunk. <laughs> and was like smashing windshields behind him. It was pretty amazing. Isn't it crazy the thing that some guy came out the next morning to go to work and he's just like, ah, my fucking hood's caved in. And yeah, to the you, whole it's thing. just this fun moment. And they probably were like, these young gangs, these teenage whippersnappers, right. and there's a guy celebrating his 40th. <laughs> that was, how old is he? What is he, 88? That was years ago. It was a long time ago. I mean, maybe I shouldn't be saying that. I don't know if the statute of limitations is up on this, but uh, everyone's out of jobs anyways now, but... Yeah, yeah and he looks be, great. I, he's got a full head of hair. It was probably, I, I don't want to give away his age, but it was, you know, 12 years ago. How about this? <laughs> this week, I moved to New York 13 years ago this week. Whoa, isn't that something? And I'm about to be 38, uh, or I was 38 yesterday if you're listening to this live. And so that means I've almost a third of my life I'm living in New York City. That's fun. So you're, uh, I guess you're a New Yorker. Yeah, time flies when you're- They say 10 years. Eating your own jizz. Oh, yeah. Um, Which I'll be doing soon when we run out of groceries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I passed out once in Williamsburg, woke up on Bedford, just on Bedford. It was like six in the morning. Wow. And I uh, just said, all right, and I went home. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't think. I was pretty good other than maybe shitting in the shoe, but even then I woke up in a bed. I was pretty good at finding a bed. Yeah, you were good at finding a bed. I was like, all right, I'm going somewhere. Or not necessarily a bed, but somewhere indoors to sleep. I remember my friend Nick Flynn's wedding. I woke up in the hallway, sleeping like outside of a room. I just went to bed. And I had a room. I must not have been able to find it. Oh, yeah, you couldn't make it. That's yeah. Three more steps. You just couldn't do it. I I fell asleep on the train a lot. A lot of A train, a lot of D train, just going back and forth. Yeah, I've had that. I think I'm sure I've told this story a million times, but with Soda and I, I went to see Stone Temple Pilots down in Jersey with Cantor. It was like our first hang. Oh, wow. And got blacked out drunk, met back up with Soda. He was working at the radio station like overnight. Uh-huh. And we were riding the train home together. And my stop was Astoria Boulevard. I mean, Dipmar's Boulevard. His was Astoria Boulevard, one stop apart. And I was sleeping. Soda woke me up and was like, hey, man, you're the next stop. So wake up. And I was like, you got it. Thanks, buddy. And it's one minute between stops, and I woke up in Coney Island. I just heard uh, uh, seagulls. You know when you wake up, you just hear, Yes, yes. And I was like, that there. doesn't seem right. Yeah. And it I walked out. to a I, beach. Yeah, you see people surfing and shit, and right, I'm like, I don't right. think this is right. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, it's like you woke up in another state. You're like, oh, I don't live near water. <laughs> and you got to go all the way back, and you hope to fall asleep on the way back, because that's a, that's a two-hour ride. Yeah. Oh man, Coney. It's the. It's about ninety minutes, but that hour, yeah, maybe two hours. It's wow. Fucking scary. Yeah, it's good sleeping. You know, it's kind of like it chugs along, and it's kind of like you know, what's a lethargic? Is that yeah, a term? That could be. I think that's something. It's got a low rumble. It's kind of conducive for a snoozing. Yeah, it's a nice snooze, but uh, you got to worry about getting you know raped or whatever. Well, I, you've, I've told this before, but you know, about the time I fell asleep on the L. Woke up at Canarsie, 
And it was another thing where you like you look out and Canarsie's kind of wide open. It's old Brooklyn, and you're like, "What the hell?" And I look down. There's a guy kneeling next to me with his hand in my pocket. <laughs> Good looking old guy. He had like a nice suit on. I remember, and uh, he had a gray suit. And I was like, ah! and I stood up, and my head hit the bar, the hand bar. And I was like, oh, oh, what are you doing? He goes, don't worry, the train will turn right back around. And the, he stepped out the train backwards, like walking backwards, and the doors closed, and I never saw him again. That's a scene from The Wailing. <laughs> I mean, that's like I, a nice robber, though, it seems like. He was very charming. Yeah, that's nice. Did I yeah. ever tell you the story? <clears throat> Nothing to do with uh, drink. Oh, my God. These no-story pods are tough. Oh, jeez, I don't want to know. I thought we were wrapping up. We're 11 minutes in here. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it feels, it feels like when Kramer sold all his stories. <laughs> um, which is the second reference to that same episode. That's but true. I told this story. You ever have a story like comes to you and you start telling it and everyone's like, this story is unbelievable. This is insane. I yeah. can't believe it. This changed everything I feel about you. I had one of those recently. I, and it escaped from my mind. Uh-huh. You know, you have those stories that, like, they're just not fresh in your tank, and yeah. then something spawns them or, or hooks them or... Yes. Jar. Jars. Jogs. Jogs? Jogs is good. Jars and jogs. Yeah. Both work. Jog jar. I went for a jar yesterday. Jog jar was, uh, he was in the, f- the first Star Wars. Binks. Oh, he stunk. Oh, yeah. Stinky binky. I liked uh, Jarhead. I thought that movie was good. Sam Mendes. Yeah, people didn't like that movie. I liked it. I liked it too. Jamie Foxx, the other guy. Gyllenhaal. Well, I love Gyllenhaal. Yeah, underrated. I'd watch Gyllenhaal eat my mother out for two and a half hours. Oh, yeah. He's better looking than his sister, and I'm she's not gay. ugly, yeah. Yeah, I never got that. He's hot, she's ugly. I agree. My wife thinks she's attractive. We have This is something we fight about. Women think she's hot, which is a weird thing. I think women think want her to be hot so they can move themselves up a place. Exactly. That's like exactly if, right. If she's hot, then I'm fucking... Like, if Jake... If Jilly Gyllenhaal, whatever the fuck her name is, Jill... Maggie. Maggie. If Maggie Gyllenhaal is hot, then my wife is fucking a French supermodel. <laughs> that's a good point. So that's Women think, like when you like ugly women. We should start that. I should start throwing it out there. You know, Kelsey Grammer's hot. <laughs> I think he's got something, actually. Ah, Kelsey Grammer's all right. Woody Allen's a smoke show. There you go. Yeah, fucking, uh, you know. Uh, what's the other guy? Uh, F. Murray F. Murray Abraham? Oh, I met him. Made him laugh. Oh, yeah? Yeah, in Louis' backyard. Amadeus? He was hanging out. I told him a story, and he laughed. He's like, that's really funny. Wow. Is he intimidating? No, he's pretty sweet. Nice guy. He's a... Gary, look. The story was, um, this was, I think, Greg Warren's story, is there was a do- uh, uh, like a, a kid that answers phones at one of the Funny Bones, and somebody called, and they just hear this on the end of the phone. He goes, uh-huh. uh, yeah, tonight's show is, uh, it's, uh, starts at 8 p.m. It's uh, Jake Johansson. He's got four late-night sets, and uh, he's been on HBO. Tickets are $10. There's a two-drink minimum, and uh, you got to get here 15 minutes early, and the show is sold out. <laughs> um, which is one of my favorite stories ever. But I told it there. I, I told it for much longer. The more that's details, great. the funnier. Yeah, that's lunch. But uh, so I told him that story. And he's like, oh, that's great. But I called him a doorman. Ah. And he's like, is he a big guy? And I was like, no, he's not big. And he's like, and then we went in this whole thing about doorman. And I was like, well, I didn't mean doorman. I meant the guy that answers the phones. And then we kind of got in this weird thing. He's like, oh, you said doorman. So I thought, oh, boy. And I was like, oh, jeez. I. Was I like, I've done a similar thing. I was at a party once in high school, and I think about this all the time. And it has no, it doesn't mean anything, but I still think about it. I was at a party, and this guy goes, uh, I smell weed. And I go, oh, somebody's got weed. He goes, where's the weed? I go, you're a pothead. You'll find it. And the guy snapped. He's like, I'm not a fucking pothead. (laughs) And all his friends were like, you better stay away from Bruce. He wants to kill you. I was like, why? What'd I do? He's like, you called him a pothead. I'm like, is that bad? And they're like, he hates that word. It's like Marty McFly with chicken. You know, some words just set people off, and he was none too pleased with Pothead. Wow. He must have had a whole party. problem at some point, or his dad smoked weed and hit him with a stick or something. Something. A kid put a, a roach out in his eyeball. Something happened. Interesting. Well, I, I wonder if he's still alive. Oh, he's around. All right. 
Well, I keep tabs on him. I, I watch him on Facebook because he was a scary. He's one of those scary guy had a scar on his face, buff guy. Oh wow, a scar face. Yeah, dad, dad definitely beat him or diddled him or something. He had some anger. Interesting. Oh jeez, I lost my headphone. Fuck. Oh boy. All hey, right, there you go. All um, right, so you ready oh, so for this? this? Oh shit. Okay, go oh, ahead. What do you got? Well, I haven't told the story that started oh, that thing. It's quite a buildup. But that was a ready for this. I want to hear the ready for this. No, no, no. You go. I'll end with the. This is a doozy. Okay. Well, my story was I was. Uh, this happened on the Joker's cruise, the Impractical Joker's cruise. Somehow I forgot about this because we were going to the Bahamas on the cruise. Yes. And I'm sitting in the room with Sarah. We're just babbling about whatever the fuck bullshit. And I go, you know, my parents went to the Bahamas because they went on a. They got a trip to the Bahamas. They traded my go kart for a trip to the Bahamas. Woo! And that Sarah, sounds like made up. And Sarah's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I want a go kart. It's one of these things where you start telling it. And then people are like, what the fuck? I want to go. When I was a kid, my picture was in the paper. Someone could probably find this. It was probably the Brockton Enterprise or the Patriot Ledger or something. <laughs> it was like a place called Stone's Video in Abington. It was like a, re- uh-huh. a movie rental place. Uh-huh. And they sold booze and, and like a bodega type of thing, but they had movie rental. Yeah. And they had a big go-kart, and it said, like, put your name in to win what? this go-kart. And I was like eight years old, and I was like, hey, maybe we could win a go-kart. So I filled out my name with a little pencil, put it in there. Like a week later, we get a call. I won the go-kart. Get out of here, fatty. The only thing I've ever won in my entire life. Oh, my Lord. That would, for a kid, that's like winning a mansion. Oh, it was or, insane. Or I was yeah. jumping up and down like fucking, uh, you know, Buster Douglas. Sure. It was like, it was like Rocky won. <laughs> I got a go-kart, and we had the go-kart. They got it to us. We went and got it. We took a photo. It's me and my dad. We have, like, winter coats on. Maybe my whole family. I and can't believe what I'm hearing. We're in the paper. It's like a black and white photo. Oh, my. We got to find this photo. Call in if you've seen this. Yeah, we look like McFly and Doc Brown in 1885. It was like We got to go to a library and do that, that slidey thing, and you know, where you turn it, and it, we got to look for it. Yes, and then some guy walks in, and you're, the, you're looking at his rape charge, and you're like, whoa, and so you scroll, <laughs> but he saw it, and then he kills you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyways, we were in the paper, and then I remember having it in my neighborhood, and I, I rode it around the neighborhood, and everyone, what? the whole neighborhood lined up, and I was like, I'll give you a ride. And people oh would get Lord. in. I took old Mike Reynolds for a ride, and Jim Cranshaw, and Jim O'Sullivan, and Rory Burrows. Oh, my Lord. So what and happened? I was, I was the king of the neighborhood for like two days. People yes. were like jumping up and down, and like, can I borrow it on New Year's Eve? Can oh. I take it on Easter Sunday? And I was like, we'll see. Wow, you got the key to the city. For the first time, I felt like I belonged. Yes. I had something. You're Illuminati. And then my parents sat me down like a few days later, and they're Uh like, unfortunately, we can't keep the go-kart right now. And I can't remember why, but when you're a kid, you just accept anything. Sure. You just go, okay. Like they said it like it was a baby. We had to abort it. Oh, my Lord. They were like, we got it. We can't keep the uh, go-kart. Ironically, you need a ride to the abortion. In a go kart, that'd be fun to show up at an abortion clinic in a go kart. Oh yeah, then they're like, yeah, yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, this one's on us. Yeah, <laughs> um, but they ended up trading it to my uncle Bobby. Somehow he had a trip to the Bahamas that he had won. I don't. This is where it gets fuzzy. But they ended up going to the Bahamas, and first they presented it as we're gonna go to the Bahamas instead, and I was like, sweet. And they were like, yeah. no, no, just us. Uh-huh. I thought I was going to the Bahamas. You should go. It's your cart. I didn't get to go. They went. My parents went on a vacation for the Bahamas that they received through the go-kart. Why did Bobby want the cart? He was an adult. Because I think he couldn't afford it because it was like a plane ticket and hotel maybe, or maybe it was just the airfare. Ah. Uh. And he was like, he didn't want to go. He didn't have a girlfriend or whatever. I don't know how he had the trip. I got to talk to my parents. We got to call Bobby. Uh, well, he might be dead. I don't. It's actually my uncle, my uncle's brother, but he was around because he dated my aunt. It's a whole thing. All right. But he was one of those guys you just call your uncle. Yeah. But he's my right, uncle's right. Brother slash aunt's girlfriend at the time, or boyfriend. Either way, um, it sounds shady. Yeah, oh yeah. The whole thing is shady, but they went to the Bahamas, and my I'm telling the story to my wife. She starts crying. 
She's like, what? She's like, this changes our whole relationship. She's like, I have so much insight into why you're afraid of losing everything and why you're always afraid you're going to die. And I'm so paranoid. I'm like, I have a gig, but it probably won't happen. The Tonight Show, I'm like, when I did Letterman, I was like, until it airs, it probably won't happen. They'll they'll take it away from me. Yes, because like as a young kid, I couldn't wait to go to Allen. I was like, I can't wait to get in there. And I hit him with this. And he's like, this is all coming back. This makes sense. And he What did he say? He was like, this is this is the defining moment. This is it. I mean, wow. this is right here. You have no trust. You have no uh, blah, 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 blah. Think about how confident and, and secure you would be if you had grown up with a go-kart. You'd have people fawning over you. You'd be a little celebrity. You're in the paper. You're, 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 you'd be a different guy. You wouldn't have glasses. You'd have, have good teeth. It changed, <laughs> it changed my life. And we kept the photo on the fridge. Like, people would come over the house and be like, what's the go-kart? And I was like, ah, I want it, but I traded it. And I remember feeling like I, that's what I was supposed to do. I was like, we had to trade it for the Bahamas. And no one ever told me, like, hey, this is fucked up. Like, your parents fucked you. They fucked you. I got to confront them, but I'm scared because they might get corona and die. And I don't want it to be the last conversation. That's true. But, you know, what the beauty is you're a, you're a 39-year-old guy. Go, you can go buy a go-kart. You 38. made it. 38, for God's sakes. 38. I turned 38 yesterday. Happy birthday. Right? Yeah, 38, yeah. Wow. Any tits. But Wait, uh, did yesterday? Well, by the time this airs, for the people, for you, oh, it's on Monday, but for the geez, people, it was scared yesterday. scared me. Jesus. I well, what are you going to do, come over? You going to jump out of a cake? <laughs> yeah, I got a whole plan. People keep asking me, like, what are you going to do for your birthday? I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, have a party. Six feet. I might eat Eggos and, uh, or whatever you call them, Legos and... Uh, Maybe I'll ship you a waffle. Send me a waffle. I'll send you a waffle. All right, send me something. I just pray that Waverly survives this. Don't you pray for Waverly? The I do. I places. walk by it all the time. I I think they're hanging in there. It's nothing but immigrants. They, they're like cockroaches. They don't die. Oh, boy. All right, so hit me with this get this. Oh, well, this go-kart thing has changed my worldview of you, Fatty. I don't know what to think. And, and what do I think of your parents now? Every time I see them, I'm going to just... Just see the Bahamas and your dad in a Hawaiian chair. I'm going to kick him in the balls. That's what my wife said. She's like, honestly, she's like, this changes the way I look at your parents. And then she was also like, if they watched that in a movie, she's like, if I saw that in a movie, I would cry. The whole theater yes. would cry. Yes. If there was an eight-year-old kid that won a go-kart and his parents gave it away and then went on vacation. This is bananas. Yeah. And and how could they even enjoy the, the sunset, the beach over there? The whole time I'd see one kid on a go-kart, I'd jump in the ocean. Yeah, Out of they- guilt. They had a great time, and they were probably younger than I am now at the time. Oh, selfish people. Well, what can you do? How long did you have the cart with you total? It's all a little foggy, but I think a couple days, maybe a week. I got to find that because I can picture the photo in my head. It was, I think it was the Brockton Enterprise or the Patriot Ledger. Look I'd love up, to people. read the article. Yeah, same. Um, but yeah, I want to see you as a happy kid. I've never seen you happy. It was a sizable photo too. It was like a quarter of the thing. It was like fucking the Central Park Five. They took out a whole page. Right, right. Wow, Jesus. Well, your mom's the one who should. Your parents. They're the they're the Whitman too. What? They're they're, they're the criminals. They're the Whitman oh, too. Your parents. I see. I was thinking T O O. I was confused. Oh no, sorry. T W O. I got you. Um, Great airline. All right. So, I had this video or this idea to uh, you know you got to come up with something to pass the time here, and you got to put out content. So I said, hey, maybe I'll strap a GoPro to the hog and just go around town, do tour guides while the city is in hock. Right. I don't know where to go with it, but that's my idea. Ed Koch. You know, just go, hey, here's uh, Times Square. This is it. It's all its glory, and it's four people, and a bag of jizz rolls by, and then a wind blows, and that's it. I like that idea. You could put a set over it as the sound, like what a seller set? set. Like you uh-huh. have that, a set, your set. Ah. The audio could be you on stage, like killing. Really? Like you have a, a set from the seller this week at the seller, but instead of a video of you, we've all seen you. We know what you look like. Instead of you, it's just the motorcycle going up and down and all around. Interesting. But what's the connection? Well, it's you. We know it's you. And you're running around the city. like It's like a thing of like, this is what the city used to be like. My life was ah, comedy and riding hey, around the city. That's not bad. A little nostalgia. Well, if you were a musician, I'd say make some music or whatever. Right. You could be like, you know what music is, of course. But as a I've comedian, 
It'd be nice to hear sets. You could do a whole thing like that. Huh, interesting. I never thought about that. Maybe do you have a bit about Times Square or something? Oh. Like a, it's a New York-centric bit. That's interesting. But you're cruising around. I like it. I like it. Either well, way, the GoPro on the bike is a good idea. Yes, and not everyone can do it, so I got a, I got a hook here. Yes. And so the, the bike's got a flat, just bad timing, flat tire, front tire, ah. kaput, flatter than my sister. So I go, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hightail it up to a tire store because everything's closed. There's a tire store on 45th, and it's run by a couple of cockroaches. It'll never close. It's one of these places. I, I get, some, uh, get some gumption. I get on the bike. I go up to 45th. By the way, it's like Escape from New York. You know, there's no one on the road. I'm going up 8th Avenue the wrong way. Like, I'm going wow. against traffic in the middle of 9th Avenue or whatever it is. And I'm like, this is insane. A car will go by every now and then. I'll just scoot to the side. But it's pretty pretty bare. Yeah. It's wild. So, just me and hobos. And I feel <laughs> like a, like it's like Waterworld or Mad Max. Like, I feel like I'm the last guy. So... I'm going up. I get to the store. It's fucking closed. Gate down. There's some shit written in Spanish saying, like, the Diablo is coming or something. They got <laughs> out of there. So then I go, fuck. So I call my friend, and my phone doesn't work outside. Do you have that? Outside? No. I get no service unless I'm on Wi-Fi. Oh, weird. No, my phone works. Which adds to the, the eeriness, by the way. Of course. So so I call my friend. I go, hey, can you you have Google? Can you look up some other places? So he goes, I found a bike shop over here. Go walk over there. So I'm... I walk the bike over. It's closed. I see a bike shop in the distance, and all these delivery guys keep going in and out of it. And I go, oh, well, this is something. So I go up to the bike shop, and you have to knock on the door. The guy comes outside because he doesn't want to see you and talk to you. So okay. he sticks his head out the door. He goes, how can I help you? I go, hey, I got a flat tire. Can you guys fix it? He goes, what year is that thing? I go, 86. He goes, nah, we can't help you. But we'll what? give you some free air. And I was like, all right. So there's a nozzle out there. I fill the air up. Now I got some air in the tire. So I go, well, fuck it. This was all a waste. I'll just order some tires off the internet, put them on myself. I'll just go home for now. Get back on the bike, new fresh tire, but I'm avoiding bumps because if I hit a bump, it'll push air out, you know? Right. So I'm avoiding bumps. I'm going back down 8th Avenue. I, I got the uh, that post office on my right, you know, that big old post office right by the Where garden. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it says, like, neat sneet nor snow nor skeet nor jizz virus will all die together whatever it is and uh so i'm going down and i'm going full full freight full throttle pull and i hit a huge bump but before i hit it i think about the tire so i hit the brakes i hit the brakes so hard the bike stops i fly off the front of it oh my god i flew off the bike no helmet no pads no nothing jesus yeah i went i went tumbling down 8th avenue and all these hobos are going oh my god are you okay and they helped me up and they were nice and they pickpocketed me help and me up. the bike it's just skidded across the this asphalt. Oh my god! Was it doing like a helicopter? Eats? No, because it cut off. Thank God. Oh my god! But uh, I I I laid it on my hands, and my gloves have holes in them from the skid. Jeez. Crazy! Thank God you had gloves on, though. I know that I know. stripped hand road rash is like the worst fear of mine. The worst, and a bunch of construction workers are like, "Hey, you okay, faggot?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> and then. Uh, I got the bike off to the side, and I had to like walk around a little bit because it was so, you know. I just I remember I still have visions of the the my face going over the handlebar. It's cra It's a crazy sight, and uh, I fucked my knee up, but I'm okay. But how bad would it be if I was in the hospital right now with, with the coronas? I was just listening to a podcast. They were saying that like be careful out there, and like people are like skiing and hiking and shit. You're, like you don't want to twist your ankle or have to go to the hospital or whatever. Horrible timing, but. Now I'm uh, laying in bed. I got a huge egg wop on my knee, and it's all cut up. I'll send you a photo. Well, you got to hope, though. Like everyone says, if you get a bike, it's only a matter of time before you put it down. Eventually, you're going to fall off the thing. Maybe this was your thing. You had a nice, easy glitch. Not that Not it was bad. easy, but it wasn't a death. You're all right. Good point. Everything's good. Never hit the head. I'm back. Yeah, good point. I, I The odds are, are lower now of me crashing because I've already done it. Because I always think that. I'm like... People are like, yeah, you're definitely going to, at some point, this is going to happen. If it are, that happened, you're like, well, maybe that was my my glitch. Yeah, and it was from breaking. It wasn't even, I didn't even hit anything. Yeah, that's nice. Do you ever think yeah. that? Do you ever think, like, I'm going to bleed again? At some point, I'll be bleeding. Isn't that weird? 
What do you mean? What are you menstrual? I'm not. I'm not bleeding right now. But chances are, at some point, I'll be like, oh, I'm bleeding. And I'm like, I wonder what that will be. Will it be a thorn? Will I get shot? Will I fall off a bike? I don't know. I never thought about that. Because what are the chances I live the rest of my life without ever bleeding? No, you're going to bleed. You're going to cut a finger when you're dicing up uh, uh, waffles or something. That's what I mean. That's scary. Oh, well, hey, that's not so bad. You snip a finger. Circumcise. What if it's a bad bleed? What if it's an anal bleed or a fucking beheading? That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's also crazy. You, You might break a bone. Exactly. We're, That's I, a bummer. I wonder things like this. I'm like, have I been in the most pain I'm ever going to be in, or is that ah, to come? Yes, I think about that too. Now let me ask you this: with the whole Corona jizz, do you think you'll, you know, are we going to get out of this in eight years, and you're gonna, we're going to talk about it again, or is it going to be like the Great Depression where nobody brings it up, or are you going to tell your kids about it? Oh, we'll talk. That's all we'll talk about. We'll be like, oh, my God, I survived. Ted had that. I had this. Yeah, because my dad's mom was in the Great Depression. She still brought it up to me. Yeah. But that was 10 years also. We'll be saying that to young generations. You guys don't know what it was like. We were in New York. We're in New York. We're at the epicenter. So we could be like, hey, you don't know. And I'm in Queens. It's even more specific. I wish I lived in Elmhurst. You're right by the other, the the death source. Nightmare in Elmhurst. Ah, that's a tweet. I don't really wish I lived there, but hopefully we'll be all right. But I do have this thought, too, and I don't want to get too depressing. Please. But I'm like, they're like 240,000 people could die, 10 million people are going to have it. I'm like, we're not getting away unscathed with the amount of friends and family we have. And I'm like related to all these first responders and firemen. I'm like, there's oh, no right. way like this whole thing's going to happen. And every- I'm like, everyone I know was fine. Yeah, it could be one of us. Yeah, so it's terrifying. Let's hope it's the mouse. Take out the mouse. I'd love to take out the mouse. Take them out Get for rid of that that mouse nest. If you give a mouse a cookie. Oh yeah. Well, what do you got coming up? Well, I got this. A lot of this. Um, I don't even want to plug dates because who knows? But uh, we'll see. We'll keep you posted. Hopefully, they'll start happening again in the fall. Yeah. Oh, we got to talk specials because uh, I think I think it's uh, I think it's up to us now. Fuck these networks. Uh, that sucks. I just got a call from somebody who has a special out right now, if you're listening to this, I believe. So a lot of big specials coming out. Oh, really? But if you listen to this on Tuesday, unless something dramatically has changed from Friday, there's a big special out right now that you should check out. Oh, I see where you're getting at here, Fatty. All right, now I put it together. Now, when is yours going to come out? Do you have any idea? I'm going to go at the end of this month, I think. I'm just going to set it right now. I, maybe the 28th. Okay. I'll, I feel like the Beatles and the Stones, they used to call each other to find out when the other was releasing their album. Is that right? Yeah. I don't think we're as good as them, but similar situation. Nah, better. Um, but yeah, so I think uh, I'm probably going to end up releasing in maybe a month or so. All right. Well, hey, we'll cross promote. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So there's going to be three spicy, fun specials out. Yeah, and 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 like hopefully they spark each other's interest. I hope it's not just like, well, we saw one, we're good. Yeah, I think it'll spark the interest, and everyone's home. Everyone's uh, not uh, entertainment starved. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep checking it out. If you're one of the people that's fortunate enough to keep your jobs, or if even if you lost your job, you have three dollars a month. There is a ton of extra stuff. Um, there's so many queefs. We're doing like two queefs a week, and they're long queefs. This isn't oh, ten minutes. Yeah. These, These are, like, are big, breathy queefs. 30-minute queefs, all the live episodes. The first 175 episodes are up there. We should add some to that, by the way. Yes, yes, please. And uh, you've inspired me. I'm going to do a queef with the lady tonight, I think. And we'll just keep throwing stuff up. I'm going to put a photo of my knee on the on the Patreon. I like that. Um, so, yeah, join the Patreon if you can. We know times are hard. And if you can't, you don't have to write to us like we're assholes, for God's sakes. We're trying here, folks. Stop yelling at us. We lost our jobs, and we're not asking for fucking handouts. We're, we're giving you entertainment, and uh, I totally get it if you can't, but if you can, that would be great. But uh, yes. yeah, go to the Patreon. There's a ton of shit on there for you, and you can join for as little as $3 a month, and all the people upping their uh, payment, we really appreciate that. We're we love you. Grateful. And we've and got a, bunch, a couple of Venmos. A ton of people have Venmoed us, and we're very grateful for that, too, so yes. we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. God bless anal. Praise Allah. You're saving us, and we will be back. This will end. 
Stay strong, stay positive, and go gay. And fucking stay home. Stay the yeah. fuck home. There you go. That too. All right. Thanks, everybody. We love you. Grief. Cheers. Anal. <laughs>